Welcome to the late night edition of the Pro Football Jokes podcast, where we are all just drunk and drinking Bellinis with our boys. Uh, so let me welcome to you for the first time in a couple weeks, uh, Pat. How's it going, guys? It's been a while, and I know y'all miss me, our thousands of fans, but I'm back, and I have never talked football more than I do right now. But I won't take the spotlight. We have some great guests here. Yeah, uh, and with us as always, uh, uh, the janitor of Pro Football Jokes, Screw. Hey guys, nice to be back. Been on a nice streak at Pro Football Jokes. I haven't missed a podcast since, so keeping it up. Enjoying some Bellinis with my boys. It's the most important thing you can really do. Yeah, and we're just all drinking some Bellini teenies uh, as we do here at Pro Football Jokes. It's just one of our rituals specifically on saturday nights uh and, so uh, uh let's let's have a start the show off with a little cheers boys cheers right, boys cheers and um if you guys want the recipe to the bellini teenies uh you can't have it you have to subscribe to our podcast that's 5.99 a month but <laughs> if you want that's 599 dollars <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you guys it's a great recipe and you're in for some good jokes and cooks tonight let's do it Totally worth it. All right. So um, we didn't really prepare anything to talk about, but uh, we were just talking a, a, a little bit. We were like, hey, you know, is Cam Newton going to be a Hall of Fame quarterback when it's all said and done? Um, and I I think we had some interesting points on the subject. Uh, Pep, you want to start out with your take on it? Yeah, I will. Um, well, what distinguishes Cam Newton from a lot of other quarterbacks is that he is a big-bodied guy that can get the job done, but he can also rush. And he's always the guy when you're in the five-yard line, you've got to be ready for him to go into the end zone with a rushing touchdown. Quarterback draw, uh, read option. What distinguishes him is his rushing. But I will say this. Mike Vick was also that kind of quarterback, that kind of – Mike Vick was a little more scrambling-wise. Uh, Cam, Cam doesn't scramble quite as much as Mike Vick does. But will Mike Vick be a Hall of Fame quarterback? Uh, no. We're talking about, nah, we don't think so. So right at this point, my, my opinion is I don't think Cam Newton will be a Hall of Fame quarterback. But I will say his 2015 season was very, very good. Um he had very little weapons, little rushing game. Don't know how they went 15-1, but they did it. Um, he was a beast. They had the top scoring offense in the league that year with Ted Ginn as their number one receiver. So. Yeah, it, it was kind of amazing. It was <laughs> kind of ridiculous. amazing. So if he doesn't make it to the Hall of Fame, uh, just don't forget that 2015 season. I mean, I don't know if you can become a Hall of Famer just because you had one outstanding season. Like, I don't know if he's really done anything that incredible besides that one season that warrants him being in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I I agree. I think he's he's still got a ways to go. I wouldn't be surprised if he makes it there when he's when it's all said and done. If he wins the Super Bowl, maybe has another MVP type season. I I think it's definitely possible, but I wouldn't say he's there yet. I mean, what like his career has been like kind of similar to like Matt Ryan to me. When I mean he's not the same type of player at all and. But you know, both had one MVP type season. They've all been kind of, they've both been kind of consistently good, but not great. Other than that, um, I how think old he, is he? He's still in his twenties. Yeah, he's younger than Matt Ryan. He came in like three years after. He was younger than him when he entered. So I'm not sure exactly how old he is, but he's still yeah, he's still in his twenties. Well, yeah, um, there's there's no doubt he's he's definitely a rushing problem. But does that dis- distinguish him uh, from the other quarterbacks? I'm not quite sure right now because there there's just been a lot of ups and downs with that team. So. Do you do you think that that 2015 season was a better credential than just upright winning a Super Bowl, like like Joe Flacco winning his Super Bowl? Do you think? Yes. Uh, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Uh, I you know I think Cam when he's at his best, he's one of the most dominant players in the league. Uh, just the problem has been his consistency and his, and we've seen his ups and downs when it comes to his passing. 
he doesn't have a great completion percentage. It's been always a knock on him. Uh, sometimes his throws can become errant and his accuracy diminishes. But uh, for the most part, I would say he's a he's definitely one of the better quarterbacks in the league. And I I wouldn't be surprised if he became a Hall of Famer. Sorry to interject, Alex, but was Kelvin Benjamin right when he said Cam's throws were off point? I mean, yes, he was right. Uh, Cam's throws are often off point. But that's uh, just not what Cam, what makes Cam a player that he is. Oh, sorry, we're, we're going to need to pour some but where is, uh, here. Where, where is Kelvin Benjamin now? <laughs> um, he's uh, <laughs> on one of the most potent offenses in the league, casting passes from the former Panther, also Derek Anderson now. A great player. A great player. Yeah, and I'm, I'm excited to watch Derek Anderson play as well. Like, uh, I I think that's one of the most fun storylines this week. The the quarterbacks that may have may not have started the season and maybe nobody expected to play, but are playing now. Like Derek Anderson, Brock Osweiler, C.J. Beathard. Just fun yeah. stuff. And I want to add this. this. I want to add this. I am starting Derek Anderson in a couple fantasy leagues. Can't believe that because. Guys, <laughs> it's been a while. It's been a while, and this might be the last time you can ever say, hey, I'm starting Derek Anderson in a fantasy football league. So I'm doing it, and I'm going to stand by it. He might do a Derek Carr game and go negative 1.4 points on me, and that's fine. That's fine. I'm going to stand by it, but I will say this. It's about our website. It's for the jokes. Pro football jokes. I am going to start Derek Anderson for the Bills. And he did have a good season 10 years ago with the Browns, with Jamal Williams. Jamal Lewis. Jamal Lewis, sorry. I've been on such a Jamal Williams train along with the odds. It's true. Jamal Lewis. Braylon Edwards. Braylon Edwards. The Bills may as well just sign Braylon Edwards (laughs) because that offense might become top five with him. And And Kellen Winslow Jr. Kellen Winslow. Bring him back. Just Just bring them all back, man. Just bring them all back because Sean McDermott does not have a hold of this team. I honestly can say do not ever pick the Bills to win a game, even if you think that they're going to pull one off like they did against the Vikings. Just don't do it. Hey, I, I picked the Bills this week. I won both them, so. Yeah, well, I, I won $90 by picking <laughs> the Ravens over the Bills in week one. It was more than $90. I, I was trying. I was in the survival league week one. <laughs> I was trying to be very um, humble about it, but uh, everybody chose the Saints over the Bucks week one in the survival league. I I just felt like you know the Ravens would beat Nathan Peterman hey. in week one, and uh, yeah. they did. Now they got Derek like Anderson. So. <laughs> but but I've always been a fan of Derek Anderson. Um, he he, uh, he had that one prep press conference with the Cardinals uh, where someone called him out for laughing on the sideline during a big blowout. And he said, this is funny. I put my life into this S. And, um, you know, ever since then, I've just been a big fan of the guy. He, he really does put his life into this S. And, um, you know, what? I'm, I'm, I'm starting him. And no matter what happens, I back him 100%. And I know we just went way off track, but... No, we don't have a track fans. here, so yeah. I mean, like it's Bellini night. We, yeah. wherever, it's whatever direction you go in, that's where you end up. To our fans, you know, thousands of them. Uh, you know, we're 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 just talking football tonight. We're just kind of talking about it. It's a little bit of um, we call it the Sunday scaries, where we're talking about who are we going to start tomorrow? Who are we going to start? Uh, who are we going to bench? Who's on the waivers? So I'll pass it off to Alex. Yeah, um, you guess we'll talk about like uh, some division. I I think uh, you know one division that I think that's been uh, kind of interesting is the AFC South. Those teams have been kind of falling apart. Um, I picked the Texans there to win it at the beginning of the year. Um, what 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 do you got? I think I think you went Jaguars Pearson. I don't remember what you went through. Uh, do you guys have any uh, change of hearts or if they? I don't think I ever made a prediction on this. Absolutely not. Um, I 
I have seen Deshaun Watson get dropped in a lot of leagues, and I picked him up instantaneously uh, because still... still have a lot of faith in him. And um, I have a faith. I have faith in Deshaun Watson, but not the running game. Um, I don't have faith in any of the wide receivers not named DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, did I say that wrong? No. No, I have faith in DeAndre Hopkins. Anybody who picked up the other ones, God bless you. You dropped him this week. I know you did. Um, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm still in on Will Fuller. I think he just hasn't been quite healthy, which is kind of not surprising for Will Fuller. Um, and Kiki Kuti. A little, well, you know, he's like a sleeper, you know, not going to do it every week, but he'll have some good games. Um, but I haven't been thrilled with what I've seen from the Texans. I know they're on a three-game winning streak, but it's probably like the least impressive three-game winning streak I've ever seen in my life. Who they play? Uh, well, they beat the, the Colts in overtime when Frank Reich, because Frank Reich went for it and... Uh, on that fourth down, um, really should have been a tie. Um, and then they beat the Cowboys in overtime uh, because Jared, Jason Garrett punted it on fourth down. I, I think they could have won that one anyway. I think they probably would have stopped on fourth down, but I think they outplayed the Cowboys in that game, but the Cowboys aren't very good, especially on the road. Um, and then they beat the Bills this past week where they were really tied, and then Nathan Peter came, Peterman came in and – through the game losing pick six. <laughs> hey, I will say this. I'm sorry, Jeff. I will say this. Since we don't have the mental capacity to do this, I'll do the sound bite for us. Make it uncomfortable! Dude, I got that. Just give me like 10 minutes and I'll, <laughs> I'll get it. All our Make it uncomfortable! Hey! <laughs> no, um, sorry to cut y'all off about the Texans. I think it just transitions transitions us perfectly into um, fantasy picks that we liked that didn't pan out quite as well as we did coming into week seven. Am I correct? Um, but I've also seen a lot of panic pickups in our. Uh, in our, our fantasy leagues. And I will say this, guys. I am um, involved in 19 fantasy football leagues. Jesus. And I've seen people... Normal stuff. I've seen people drop Deshaun Watson. I've seen people drop Jordan Howard. I've seen people drop Le'Veon Bell. I've seen people drop T.Y. Hilton. And um, it's it's impatience. I, I think it's people impatience. drop Keenan Allen? I have not seen people drop Keenan Allen. I have. I've picked him up in a couple of leagues. Um, and I think it is a bad choice to drop Keenan Allen or any of those guys I just mentioned because, um, you know, when you start panic dropping, panic dropping. All right. I know our viewers are uh, <laughs> listening right now. Uh, when you start panic dropping. He still can't say it. When you panic <laughs> drop guys. <laughs> It makes your team worse. And I've been a victim of this in the past where I start to lose faith in my team by week six, seven. and Then he gets drunk and he drops players. And then I drop like my fourth overall pick for Keelan Cole. or I, I kind of just lose my head. But this year I've, I've just decided to stick by him. Just stick by him. Um. Just just stick by the guys. I mean, Jordan Howard is the perfect example of a guy that everyone is mad at. Yeah. That He's... gets 3.8 a game. I, I, I don't have the math here. We don't have a Cynthia from NFL Network. Whoa, dude. I can, I can do that. But, look, I, I like Jordan Howard, obviously. He's one of my favorite players in the league. And I've... I've happened on like most of my teams, and yeah, he's kind of kind of been disappointing. But as Drew opens that uh, bread and starts eating it, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that he's going to rebound, especially 
you know, later in the season, as the weather gets colder, they're going to run the ball more rather than Matt Nagy going in the weird formation, throwing the ball to three Cohen. I know Mitch Trubisky has been playing better, but I still don't believe in him whatsoever. Um, so I, I don't know what's, what's going to happen. I, but I definitely think Jordan Howard's going to get a bump. He's still, he, I think he's still getting enough touches and yardage to warrant at least playing him. I, I, would, I wouldn't bench him right now. Oh, he absolutely is. He absolutely is. And it is just naive to keep benching him in your leagues if you are. Um, impatience is what makes you lose fantasy football games, even if you keep losing. Um, if you're going to drop Jordan Howard for anybody, don't do it. He's he's getting, you know, there are games where he gets 38 rushing yards. And it's 3.8 points to your team, and you really resent him. But the touches he gets, he is still getting the majority of the touches on the team. And uh, I've seen a lot of fantasy blogs saying Tariq Cohen is going to take over the backfield. And I just don't agree with that whatsoever. I mean, he's definitely not going to – they don't want to run him between tackles. Like, he's not going to be their, their grinder. Uh, I mean, he's been the more productive fantasy back because they want to throw the ball around. That's what Matt Nagy wants to do. And that, that I mean, that's the biggest concern with Jordan Howard is that Matt Nagy doesn't want to just pound the rock like – like John, like John Fox, Fox did. <laughs> John Fox is like, we're down 21-7. Let's go. Jordan Howard, let's do it. And, Let, and then Jordan Howard fantasy is like, hell yeah, love John Fox. Yeah. John Fox, John Fox is probably listening to this podcast chewing gum somewhere. But like, yeah. we love you, John Fox. It's true. We miss you. In yeah. some ways. In some ways. But um, I think there are also some fantasy players that maybe it's time to, to pull the plug on. Um, and I'll start with one that I that gives me no pleasure in admitting because I was very high on this guy, uh, Royce Freeman. I I think I think he's a very good player, by the way. Um, I I think when he's been on the field, he's still been very good. But the the Broncos love Philip Lindsay, and that's what they're going to do. Uh, and also, he may be hurt now and may miss a few weeks, so that just gives Philip Lindsay more opportunity to to take over his backfield um so i think it's it's time to cut the cord with royce freeman um it's unfortunate and i think he will rebound in uh, future years but right now it's philip Lindsay's backfield it is his backfield and i do feel for you alex because you were big on him in a lot of fantasy leagues that we were drafting in july um, yeah. Because that's what normal people do. We, we draft <laughs> leagues in July. As soon as the fantasy drafts open, we're like, oh, yeah, dude. But I will say this in defense to you. Um, Royce Freeman has gotten some goal line, goal line touches. Um, I mean, he's, he, a, he's been a he, beast whenever he's gotten the ball. He's, like he's had his chance sometimes. It's just a weird Broncos backfield with Case Keenum, and it's you never know who's going to get the ball on the Broncos offense. Fortunately... Emmanuel Sanders, for me, fortunately, has gotten a few touchdowns for me this year. But it's it's a, a weird backfield. And like you said, Devontae Booker getting touches just helps nobody. Oh, God. That's so, just, I just can't stand it when Devontae Booker's out there. I get it. They trust him most in, like, pass blocking. But just, just why? He's just bring, so bad. Bring us back to the days with uh, Ronnie Hillman, and we'll be all right. <laughs> Monty uh, Ball. I guess I'll, I'll I'll take this one from you, Alex, because you look really distraught right now. <laughs> um, I'll do this one because Alex is big on this guy, and it really reflected on me too. Jamal Williams. Oh, okay. It, yeah. It, it it was a hurtful one. Um, and I honestly I will say this: I don't regret taking Jamal Williams in any league. I don't regret it whatsoever because. Right, he was a late round pick. I, I think very late round him. pick, and most people didn't know who Jamal Williams was other than Alex. So I was competing with Alex <laughs> and Leeds to get Jamal Williams. Yeah, um, at this, and I wasn't as high on him this year as I was last year. 
it just seems like I, I get it. Aaron Jones kind of fits what the Packers do more. He's a little more explosive, bowling's more becoming more the the consistent grinder. But the Packers don't really want to consistently run the ball. They want to trust Aaron Rodgers, so it makes more sense to have Aaron Jones as their back. Um, Jamal Williams makes more sense for a team that wants to commit to the running game a little bit more. Um, he needs those touches to to get going um, and wear, wear defense down. Um, so I, I get how he he just doesn't fit in the Packers as well as Aaron Jones does. Um, I think he's a good player. Uh, but, yeah, I agree. It's, it's been a little disappointing. It's all it's all a gamble, I think. I and I wouldn't I wouldn't second guess it whatsoever. I would take him again if I could. Um, it's just a big big gamble with that backfield. Aaron Jones, Jamal Williams, Ty Montgomery. You're you're really taking a gamble. Alex and I were huge on Jamal Williams, uh, thinking he was going to be that guy. I'll be honest yeah. right now. I have no idea who Jamal Williams is. <laughs> <laughs> He's a running back for the Green Bay Packers, and that's why you're our janitor. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what do you want to talk about, Screw? I'm done to talk about anything. I mean, it's it's fun to it's just All fun right. to listen. So speaking <laughs> of Screw, our janitor, how about the AFC North? What do you think about the AFC North? Well, that that that's a fun division. It I, is. I it actually is a very fun division to talk about. What do you think about the Ravens? I think the Ravens are a really good team. I think people are kind of overblowing their defense a little bit, where they're like, oh, this Ravens defense, it's like the best in the league. 11 sacks, yeah. dude! <laughs> Against the Titans, whoa. I, <laughs> <laughs> and I get it. Titans have a, you know, they have a really good tackle duo, but the problem is Marks Mario just hanging onto the ball, and he's yeah. they can't find anybody open. And I, I don't. All right, look. I think the Ravens' defense is good. Don't get me wrong at all. I just don't think they're like, like the Jaguars last year or the Broncos back in twenty fifteen and Seahawks before that. I mean, that I think they're a really good defense, just not one of those dominant defenses that we'll remember in years to come. I don't think uh, it's. I don't think it's just their defense. So they have like a. Oh uh, like, yeah. Like when the Steelers played them, and I was watching, it felt like. We had the ball for like zero time in that second half. I feel like they were just like sucking, like all. I feel like they just controlled the ball very well. Like on the, like they make you punt the ball and then they just run it and run down the clock for a long time. Right, and I completely agree with that. I think the Ravens are a very good football team. I think they will end up winning this division. Um, I think. Well, I I think they'll win the division. Ooh. I I think they're the best team in the division. I just don't. I just think people have been talking their defense up a little bit too much as of late, and I think they'll probably come back down to earth against the Saints this week. Um, but still, I, I'm, I've been impressed with their team, and I think they are the best team in the division. I will say this about the Ravens. Um, even speaking to Ravens fans about this, they don't even realize the receiving corps they've built. I mean, they've got John Brown, Michael Crabtree, and Willie <laughs> Steen, all all acquired in receiving, the receiving corpse. Yeah, Halloween on the brain. dead. That is it. Dead receiving corpse. No <laughs> corpse. It's corpse. It's just spelled like corpse, but it's just called corpse. I like to say corpse <laughs> because We're it's the, spirit, the Marine Corps. The Marine Corps. <laughs> <laughs> I love the troops. But, and anybody who kneels for the anthem is not endorsed by Pro Football Jokes. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> no, um, the receiving core they built uh, with Sneed, Crabtree, and John Brown has really been underrated. And I, I speak to Ravens fans and they don't even realize what they built because they've got three solid receivers and they, they brought them all in this season. And um, every game, Alex, tell me if I'm wrong, but every game, John Brown gets at least one to two deep targets. Um, Michael Crabtree is doing his role. Mm-hmm. Sneed, he hasn't gotten the targets. That's understandable. I, I mean, Steve's been more consistent than Michael Crabtree, to be honest. I, 
they've they've been a pretty good good trio there and I, I don't think not all three of them produce every week but always somebody shows up and is able to to get it going in that for that offense and I think it's enough for them to be one of the most dangerous teams in the AFC each week they one to two times air it out to John Brown oh yeah absolutely like he's their deep threat he's probably the most explosive player on their offense and they are able to control the running game as well uh, with Alex Collins and Buck Allen. Buck Allen. Buck Allen is just a goal line running back. <laughs> He's the goal line slash receiving running back, which is kind of an interesting combination there. Um, but they, they just don't trust Alex Collins because he will fumble a lot, <laughs> as he did in that Steelers game on the goal line. But, hey, let's take it to our janitor. Screw What do you think about the Steelers? Hmm. Steelers. I think they have a good offense, but the defense is pretty lackluster for the most part. I think they can, like, lean on their offense like a crutch a lot, and that really their offense is so good sometimes that it does work. But, again, teams that control the ball well and manage time well, they'll – like, the only reason they won that Bengals game was because the Bengals just, like, ran that, like, did not waste any time on the clock and then just scored way too early. Like, True. I, I think it was a, a kind of a back-and-forth game that could have gone either way. But I think their defense has been getting a little bit better, especially with the with Mike Hilton coming back. Um, the leading the league in sacks right now. I didn't, didn't even realize that. But they are. Too many TJ, TJ, Too many blings, man. I think TJ Watt is like tied for the no, he's not tied for the lead, but he's like tied for second, I think, in sacks. Yeah, he's killing it this year. They yeah. may not have the best defense. I mean, he did have got playmakers. He did have three sacks in week one, so uh, that tends to help. Yeah, <laughs> um, but they've uh, they, they've been a. I, I think they're they're getting better on defense, and their offense is good enough to, to carry that team. So if you had to put that the if you had to guess the order of the division by the end of the season, what do you say? That's a that's a hard one. That is. I feel like like the Bengals and Steelers will be right by beside each other. I, I mean the Ravens are pretty close too. Like I wouldn't be shocked at all. I think the Browns will finish last even though I really like the Browns. I but I I don't think they're as good as the other three teams, and I don't trust them at all, especially with their coach. If the Browns were in the AFC South, do you think they'd have a chance? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I think they're a really good team. I, Absolutely. To, and I don't trust the Jaguars, and the Texans haven't been good all year, even though I really like them. I'm still I'm not not giving. I'm still sticking with my Texans pick, by the way, on the AFC South even though they haven't been good yet. Do you think the Steelers' division is the best division in football? No. Best division in football? No. Absolutely not. Who do you think is the best division, then? <sighs> NFC North? NFC South? I always used to say AFC West, but... Good lord. NFC East. I mean, the, the, Char- <laughs> the Chargers and Chiefs are really good, but no. the uh, other two teams are not so much. Broncos, I guess, had just had a really big win there. That's a tough question. Um, because for once, I feel like everyone's duking it out in their divisions. Yeah. Everybody is duking it out right now. Um, I th- I would I might go with the NFC North as the best division. It, um, yeah, I, I could agree with you there. Um, there are a lot of talented teams in the NFC North, and people look past the Lions. The Lions just tend to blow games like they usually do. Yeah, they beat Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady though. They did. They did. Uh, But then you got the Vikings, and they just have such a talented roster. Then you got the Packers. And the Bears. The Bears. The Bears. 
could be a sleeper pick. Huh? The Bears could be a sleeper pick. It just all, it really, in my opinion, guys, it all re- relies on Trubisky. And he's got a, yeah, I don't trust him. I don't trust him whatsoever. Bears or Broncos? I think Bears, definitely. I think they're very similar. The defense is very good. I think the Bears, I, I, I think, I think the Bears defense is far better than I the Broncos. I take the Broncos. I think I, Case Keenum can can control the Broncos offense. I think the Bears defense is way better than the Broncos defense. I don't I don't think It absolutely close. is. It absolutely is. Um, but Case Keenum has demonstrated at points where he can he can get it done. I mean, I'd take him over Mr. Visky, but I don't really think it's that that much. Then <laughs> we're running out of Bellinis. Yeah, I mean, it's supposed to be the Bellini podcast here. The screws just been going through them. I, I mean, like it. I love these Bellinis, man. Whoever made them is just amazing. Jordan them. Howard made them. <sighs> I mean that we're, we're we just gotta we just gotta enjoy our Bellinis as we're talking about football and that's the important thing here. Do you think Khalil Mack is better than Von Miller? No, I love Khalil Mack. I love them both. I think they're very very close. But Von Miller is just so good. I was watching him on Thursday. Maybe his recency bias. Just watching mm-hmm. him. I've always thought he's kind of better than Khalil Mack though. And he had some ridiculous like duck on a block the other day. I saw like a highlight of. Of it on Reddit, it was crazy. It's like went under the guy's arm and just like tackled the dude. I was like, I was just like laughing. I was I was just watching him on Thursday night because I'm just that like what what I'm not watching the Cardinals offense. I'm literally just watching Von Miller come off the edge there. He's just destroying Andre <laughs> Smith on every single play. I mean, uh, and and Josh Ro- he he had Josh Rosen snap count down. Uh, that. That's something like a quarter, rookie quarterback you really don't think think about, but obviously Josh Rosen probably not thinking about his snap count like that. Von Miller realizes that and isn't willing, isn't going to change up his snap count to try to mess Von Miller up. So that's how he gets that jump and gets that advantage. Um, and I, Von Miller is just so good at that. And he, I, I just remember that Super Bowl run they had that. AFC Championship and then the Super Bowl, that was like one of the best two-game stretches I've ever seen by a two defensive player. It was unbelievable. It, it Watching Von Miller's plays, you're like, this team should be 4-3 and three instead of 3-4. and four. <laughs> Should have won one more win. Which That's, is – What a it, statement. It doesn't, it doesn't sound like much, but it is. When you're – Guys that watch NFC East games, but it's a big difference. And we're leading the team, not leading the team. We're leading the division with three and two. Three and three, or yeah, three and two. You're right. My bad. Um, I'm wrong. What was that? Said I'm wrong. I'm wrong. He admitted it. I I didn't call him out. I'm too drunk. (laughs) (laughs) I I mixed them too well for all our fans out there, but um, you know. When you when you see games like that, you're like, it's just such a shame that they're three and four. And you nope. know, I I really think the Broncos as a team can turn it around, and I really think they're in the hunt for a playoff spot, wild card. Really, I do, I do. I guess um, I'm really high on the Broncos on that. Entirely sure why. Yeah, I don't, I don't get why. <laughs> which which AFC North team are they better than? Besides the Browns. Well, I can't compare teams. I guess I can. Uh, <laughs> I'm literally can't asking you to do. <laughs> no, I That's think what uh, they're, they're going to have to be better than one of those teams too. I think Keenum make plays. Keenum isn't the quarterback everybody wants him to be. The the Peyton Manning or he he had big steps to step in. Boom, and that is the wrong way to say it. Uh, he had he had big footsteps to follow. I guess. Um, but Keenum has come Big in. Shoes to fill. What you're trying to say? He's had his bad games. <laughs> he's had his bad games, but he's also had his good games where he 
He comes in, he leads the offense, and Von Miller does what he does, and Demata Pecco leads the defense and tells Von Miller what to do. Demata <laughs> 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 um, Pecco tells him what to do. I don't think you can rule the Broncos out. They're a good team. I, 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 I don't know that. I mean, I think the Chargers and Chiefs are both going to make the playoffs. I think two teams from the AFC North are going to make the playoffs. I don't think the Broncos are going to going to make it in there. I, so what do you think about – you talk about Case Keenum on the Broncos. What do you think about Kirk Cousins on the Vikings right now? Kirk Cousins has been amazing. I, it's – like he should be in the MVP discussion. Like he's he's had three of like three incredible games where he's just dropped multiple dimes. Is that been Kirk? Yes. I don't think MVP. Do you even watch football? Like he's been he's been unbelievable. It's he's had made like probably like six of like the top ten throws of the year. Like hit. I'd say his top one throws Kyle Rudolph in in the end zone. Uh, I can't remember which week it was, but you remember that throw to Kyle Rudolph? Which one? Um, he dropped it in at Kyle Rudolph. Uh, who was it against? It was a few weeks ago. And we dropped it. He he made a nice pass. Yeah, yeah. He had the both of his touchdowns, Aldrick Robinson on against the Rams, were re- really great. That one to Adam Thielen to tie it against the Packers was fantastic. The Stefan Diggs one, like he's just. But they're two two and one, Alex. They're three two and one. Three two and one. Um, and I think they're they're on their way up. I think he's going to get more. I mean, he's been he's definitely been one of the best quarterbacks in the league. I I don't think there's any doubt about that he's carried that team the defense hasn't been that great for quite a few games uh they have had no running game until last week they had, they had their first good rushing performance um are you telling me Dalvin cook was a bad fantasy pick well, he's been hurt i mean he's he's been hurt they haven't had a running game without him until they played the cardinals because the cardinals can't stop the run, um, but the Vikings. He's literally been. I mean, he's been the only good thing on the Vikings. I mean, he, Adam Thielen, and Stephon Diggs. Like their passing game is the only thing that works for them. Hey, Pat. What's up, dude? Can you make more Bellinis, please. Yeah, um, but I will say this. Um, (laughs) going back to our talk about who's the best division in football it's tough to say it it really is tough to say that's a good point Um, (laughs) because it stunned me I was like I was was trying to think I'm thinking the NFC North NFC Alex took the NFC North and I was trying to object him and I was thinking, who in the AFC? The AFC North is the AFC challenger. I think the AFC is looking pretty rough. Besides the AFC North, so there's like Patriots and I don't know. I, at the beginning of the year, I was like, the NFC is way better than the AFC, but now it's like I, I don't know. They're pretty pretty similar right now. I, I mean, do you think the NFC is way better than the than the AFC right I now? I think the top AFC. Teams can compete very well with top NFC teams, but I think there's a lot of teams in the AFC that are really bad. Uh-huh. I I mean there are bad some bad teams in the NFC too. I I mean the Cardinals have been terrible, the True. 49ers are pretty bad, mm-hmm. the Giants have been terrible. I think the AFC has a lot of mediocre teams. Not all the teams are like, I mean, terrible, but like the Jags are like really pretty good defense. Offense pretty lackluster. They got like the Titans and the. Yeah, I mean, I kind of feel the same about the NFC now, though. Like the 
the Eagles haven't been what we've expected. The Cowboys and have been bad. The Packers have been pretty mediocre. The Jag the Bears are similar to the Jaguars in that respect. The the Lions yeah. have been pretty bad. I I mean the Sa- I trust the Saints. The Falcons have been bad. Their defense has been terrible. Uh, the Buccaneers also bad. The Panthers are pretty mediocre. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I maybe this is a hot take, but I think that the Seahawks might be the fourth best team in the NFC. Fourth? Oh, and then, I said in the league. Okay. No, no, no. NFC? I think that's NFC. fair. Fourth best team in the NFC. I mean, most people thought they were like going to be like one of the worst teams in the NFC. Do, do your five then. My five? Top five in the NFC. Yeah, why don't I just take top six? That's what's going to make the playoffs. Fine, okay. Um, all right, I'll go Rams one. Saints two, uh, Vikings three. Vikings three. I don't. I don't think the Vikings are going to be that good. I don't know why. What? I'm just, I'm just not saying it. Have you? I think they're pretty good, but I don't think they're like. Who's better? Name one. Te- one other team. NFC team that's better. And the Packers can be better. That have you watched? They barely beat the 49ers. Yeah, but I don't know. I trust Aaron Rodgers more. Like if they're like if if it was like a tournament setting, I think Aaron Rodgers would out shoot that's most of the That's why you're a janitor. Oh my god! Have you watched Kirk Cousins play? This is the yeah, I've never been that high on Kirk. I don't understand people not giving Kirk respect. Like it's every time he will make a play, it's like nobody, nobody, everybody's like questioning Kirk whenever he makes a mistake. Nobody gives him his due when he's like playing well, and like everybody's like, "Oh, was he worth the money?" Like yes. Matt, Matt Ryan, Matthew Stafford, Derek Carr are all making comparable amounts of money, and they've had much worse games than Kirk Cousins has, and nobody questions it, and nobody questions the fact that their teams paid them. But for some reason, Kirk, they'll be like, oh, my God, why why do the Vikings pay him whenever he has a bad game? Like Matt Ryan's first game, week one. I don't, Matt I don't think Ryan, he's bad. Matt Ryan, Matthew Stafford, and Derek Carr all had terrible games. They were all so bad. It was unbelievable. I mean, I don't think any of those are guys that are bad players. They just had a bad game. But whenever Kirk has a bad game, it's like, oh, my God, this is why the Vikings shouldn't have paid him. Well, I, I don't and, think picking him was a bad choice. I, I think Kirk is, like, good, but I don't think like, the Vikings. Like, their defense is, hasn't been nearly what it should have been. You know, but I agree the, with the Ox. I agree with the Ox. The defense but, has been better than the Packers' defense, and their receivers are much better than the Packers. I, Alex, trust, Alex, I trust Aaron Rodgers more than I do Kirk. Alex, I agree with you. I don't, I don't want to even go that far. I agree with you, but... Kirk Cousins is the first player in NFL history to have a fully guaranteed contract. Okay. And when you – that has set a standard that is so unrealistic that is just crazy. So everybody is like, all right, if Kirk is this good, he better win every single game he starts. <laughs> he better win every single game he starts. And when he loses a game, they're like, oh, well, $93 million down the drain. Yeah, I just don't understand. Him. Matt Ryan. Oh, uh, sorry. You're going to have to edit that one. Matt no, Ryan. You know what, you guys? Just man up. Listen to that word. <laughs> Matt, Matt Ryan is getting paid more than him. I know it's not all fully guaranteed, but he's making more for a year. And he hasn't been as good as Kirk this year, I, in my opinion. I. I think he's been he, Matt Ryan's been pretty good, but Kirk's. I think Kirk's been way better. I think the only quarterbacks that have been better than him this year, probably like Patrick Mahomes, and I think that's it. I think Patrick Mahomes the only quarterbacks that outplayed him this year. I mean, it's yeah, he's played great. It's play great, and I think I think it's the problem with the fans. If you're a fan, looking at Kirk Cousins, knowing that he has a fully guaranteed deal, you want this much out of him, 
this you want what Case Cam did plus more for ninety three million. True, I think he's done that. I just don't think the team has been as good around him. Um, but I still take them third. I think they're still a pretty talented team. Their defense has started to come around. The running game started to get going uh, last week, and I think they're going to figure it out as a team. Um, anyway, so they're my third team. Fourth team, Seahawks. Um, 15 Eagles. Um, and the sixth team... Uh, I feel the Bears. Bears six. You think the Bears get the playoff spot? The Bears. The Bears. Bears. I think they. I just have so little faith in Mitch Trubisky, but maybe they sneak in. I don't know. We'll see. I'm ranking them sixth right now. So. The Bears. They're they're so intriguing because they have such a good defense and Trubisky says he shows so much promise, but then like he just blows it on so many throws. Yeah, just, he, he he blows it. Yeah, I I I don't. I think he clearly has the arm strength and talent to do it. He just. He doesn't trust himself in pressure situations. Like that's why I was like, he's just, just not a franchise quarterback. If when the game's on the line, he doesn't want to have the ball in his hands. I mean, if you remember in the replacements, Jimmy McGinty says to Shane Falco, "Winners want the ball when the game's on the line." And then Mitch Trubisky's not a winner. At some point, the Bears have a weird play, and then he goes. Someday you're going to have to tell me what the hell is it, this was all about. Which Great movie. Which absolutely adds nothing to this conversation. I just had to... <laughs> <laughs> I just had to quote the movie. <laughs> and then all his teammates get arrested and they start singing, I will survive. <laughs> <laughs> and it's all good. Yeah, we're going to go back to jail. <laughs> it's cool. It's cool, man. No, um... The Bears are a very intriguing team, but they gotta they gotta just get some sort of um, consistency on that offense because it's cool seeing everybody get get the targets and everything. But you at some point you just have to get some consistency. That's true. Yeah, it'll be tough seeing them make playoffs. All right. Who are you guys' uh, six NFC playoff teams? Six seed? Just name the six teams that are going to make the playoffs in the NFC. Screwballs. What's up? Me? You, you go. Rams? Um, I think the Redskins will make it. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Well, no cursing on this podcast. This is... G-friendly podcast. I'm gonna bleep it out. Don't worry, I'm, I'm the one doing the work here. So. Whoa! <laughs> I clean the facilities. Actually, you have maids. So. Um, um, Packers. Uh, Seahawks. Is you with me on the Seahawks? Who's your NFC South? Bears. Saints. Saints. And Panthers. 36. Right, seven. Seven, I think teams seven teams will make the playoffs this year. Bold yeah, prediction. <laughs> we'll change the rules. All right, Bears or Panthers? Panthers. All right, Panthers. No Bears. Don't All trust right. Mitch. You're looking at me. Go to me by division. FC East? Redskins. Actually, no. Um, I'd say Cowboys. Cowboys. I could see that, though. I think the Cowboys are good, though. I feel like the Cowboys and Redskins are like very similar teams. They're gonna but... pull some. They're gonna pull some heroics, and we're gonna stay neck and neck throughout the season. I think and... the Eagles are gonna end up being the best team in that division. They. 
they've started to uh, they showed a lot of promise in that Thursday night against the, against the Giants. And Carson Wentz been playing really well. Something there. Sweet. Well, I'm good. going through these bellinis, man. These are delicious. Yeah. No, I'm telling you. Um, I don't think the Redskins win the NFC East. Okay. But Cowboys. I know I know they will get a wild card spot. Okay, so Cowboys Redskins both make it. Yeah. Right. Two NFC East teams making the playoffs. Um NFC North who's making it? Uh Packers. Okay. NFC South. Clearly not the Falcons. It's true. Um, you can do Saints, Panthers. Ah, uh, you gotta Bucks. do Saints. You gotta, yeah. Uh, I, to I would Saints. agree. I think the Saints are going to best. You have to do the Saints. And then the Rams. I'm assuming you're taking them. Yeah, West you gotta go Rams. And who's your last wild card team? My last wild card team. so tough to say with the NFC. Giants. Vikings. I'm going to say Lions. Lions. I'm going to say Lions. is bold. Alright, you guys both think the, the Packers will win the NFC North. Does anybody care to make a bet? I think the Vikings will win. Like, yeah, the Vikings. I, I totally forgot about them. <laughs> They'll Hopefully they do it because if they don't, I I just pray for Kirk Cousins. Because they're they're gonna make I I think they're easily gonna make the playoffs. It's not I think they could get a first round bye. They they'll be competing with the Saints and Rams are both really good too. So I mean they might not. But. There is so much laying on Kirk Cousins. I think those three teams are far and away the three best teams in the NFC. Absolutely. I think, it's a, I think it's a big drop-off after those three teams. If the Vikings don't make the playoffs, there's going to be a lot of backlash. Vikings have a tie, don't they? They do. Do they tie? The Packers. If after their kicker missed three kicks. The Vikings? Yeah. If the Vikings don't make the playoffs... There's going to be a lot of backlash. That's true, but they're going to make playoffs. I, well, I mean, I, I mean, there'd be a lot of backlash. The Patriots don't make the playoffs, I, but they're going to make the playoffs. So I don't understand the the discussion. It's the AFC East, Alex. Yeah, but the Patriots are going to the playoffs. I know. I'm saying the same thing about the Vikings. They're going to the playoffs. Six, no, we knew this six years ago. The play. The Patriots are going to the playoffs. Yes, I, I know that. that. I think it's just as clear the Vikings are going to the playoffs. I don't, I don't know so. why you guys are why you guys are worried about it. I, I think the Patriots ha- the Patriots have like no competition in their division. Well, that's true, but I I just don't understand. Like, I don't understand the hate on the Vikings. It's everybody wants to hate on them, but. They're one of the best teams in the NFC, and I think they're going to going to make playoffs. They'll be fine. They'll be one of the best teams in the NFC. Wouldn't be surprised if they went to the Super Bowl. I picked them to go to the Super Bowl. Um, definitely could see the Saints or the Rams going too. Um, but yeah, I'm not worried about the Vikings. What's the standings in the division? Vikings three two and one. Packers three two and one. Uh, Bears three and two, I think. Is there a reason you put the Vikings and then Packers? Wait, they're better. Bears are actually the ones in first place by three and two. Oh, that's a feel now, man. I, that's weird. Why are, why are they ahead? Because what you think about Juju Smith-Schuster? What? What do you think of Juju Smith-Schuster? 
Um, I think he's maybe the best two receiver in the league. I will but drop our fans off this week. What are you guys saying about the Carlos side trade? Well, I thought that was a good discussion going right there. Sorry. It was the best number two receiver in the league. I'm trying to think if I had any number two receiver. Oh, no. Stefan Diggs is the best number two receiver. Juju's better. No. He's just definitely not better than Stefan Diggs. Um, yeah. All right. So do, we'll, wait, do you like... If you if you could pick A B, would you pick A B and Juju over Stephon, Stephon and, and Adam Thielen? Yeah. No. You pick Adam Thielen and Stephon Diggs over them. I said before that I think Adam Thielen is the most complete receiver in the NFL. More than A B. Really? How? I mean, I don't. Think What's he's, he better than A B at? I don't think he's better than A B, but he's. Okay. What what is he even close in? He's close in everything, dude. He's he he's most he really he runs good routes. He is better than AB. He's bigger than uh, Antonio Brown. Better catch radius. Um, he's the first receiver in NFL history to get six straight one hundred yard games to start the season. Um, I don't know. He's just consistent. He gets open. He has good hands. He's he's a big body guy. He makes catches over people. He has he's not he doesn't have bad speed. He he's good at everything. I don't know that I don't think he's better than AB, um, but he's pretty close in everything and. I think Stefan Diggs is a lot better than you do. Sure. Right, get back to your question, not that. I forgot right. what it was. You do. <laughs> <laughs> That's how Bullying Night goes. <laughs> well, something about um, something. Something. <laughs> Wait. Um, so uh, yeah, we're still recording. <laughs> yeah, um, we were talking about you mentioned Juju, and then something that went right back. I'm like, "Whoa, we're just in Juju conversation. That's not cool." What about Vontez Burfick being suspended or getting? No, uh, you want to talk about the Carlos Hyde trade? Damn, that's right. Yeah, Vontez Burfick. Um, nope, too late. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was interesting. What do interesting. you guys think about that? I. I think it's kind of an indictment on Leonard Fournette. I think the Jaguars are a little bit frustrated with his ability to stay healthy, at least. And that's why they're training for Carlos Hyde. They're like, we need to, we're in a win now mode, and we're going to try to, so we're going to get our running game because that's what we need to win because we don't trust Blake Bortles. So, why don't they just get a better quarterback? Like there's so many better quarterbacks <laughs> to get, like almost all the quarterbacks. <laughs> because literally on draft day, they did, hey, let's do a cutaway to the Jaguars draft room. And it was Gus Bradley and the general manager. That was it. Two people in the room. That was it. Like, nobody in the war room. And they're like, they they just sat there content, just like, well, I guess we know they're, who they're going to gonna pick. And they picked f***ing Blake Bortles. Oh, they picked... Blake Bortles. Sorry, Alex. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, they, they I, I remember that vividly, just being like, they cut away to the Jaguars, quote unquote, war, war room. And uh, it was just, it was them picking Blake Bortles. So they're going to stick by Blake Bortles. Um, but they, they built a nasty defense. Um, Yeah, and it's good that the Browns are now stockpiling fifth round picks. That's that's always important to building your team. Yeah, getting fifth round picks is totally important. And Carlos Hyde in two weeks will be nothing to your fantasy football team. Yeah, I, look, I, it's not like I thought Carlos Hyde was like a world beater or anything, but 
But like, what 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 did, what did the Browns need another fifth round pick for? They just traded Josh Gordon for a fifth round pick. Now they trade Carlos Hyde for a fifth round pick. Like, what, what do they really? I mean, I know Nick Chubb has been kind of explosive when he's had the ball, but I I, I don't I don't Why understand. Why would you trade him? I I I disagree with it wholeheartedly. Yeah, it's like what 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 are you gaining by? What what do you think this fifth round pick is going to turn into? Like, I I, I it, it's hard for me to really fathom what it's, the. Browns it's a really are bad doing. trade because everyone's like, "Oh, T.J. Yeldon's doing so well," but then Carlos Hyde comes in and he does well, and then what happens when Leonard Fournette comes back? Yeah, it's very strange. I. I'm I'm a little curious what will happen if Leonard Fournette comes back. Like, are they just gonna have Leonard Fournette be the feature back because he was, or are they gonna split carries with him and Carlos Hyde? Or I'm not gonna say Carlos Hyde was like the best back ever, but he was doing really good things for that team. Right. He was doing really good things. Like you could put him in a passing block situation. He picked up the blocks. Where you put him on goal line situation? Who's Carlos best blocking Hyde. back in the league? Mm-hmm. Uh, Kyle Juszczyk. Jamal Williams pretty good at pass blocking. No, I'd say Chris Thompson. And he's good. not just because I'm a Redskins fan. I think Chris Thompson. You I love that guy. Anytime they're in a third down situation and they go in the shotgun, just I always watch Chris Thompson. He picks up that block. Yeah, he's uh, he's a pretty good pass blocker. I I mean I I I don't know who's about pass blocking back. I I'd, I'd have to think about it. Not like I pay attention to run, running backs pass blocking that. That deeply, I um, <laughs> but I, I, I just, yeah, I, I agree. I don't think that Carlos Hyde. Why, like, what, what are you gaining by trading, trading away Carlos Hyde? You, you're just getting rid of more offensive playmakers. When at the beginning of the year, I was like, oh, this offense looks like it's kind of stacked with possible playmakers, at least with Josh Gordon and. Carlos Hyde, Jarvis Landry added on to that. Now you get rid of two of your more talented playmakers, and it just kind of puts more pressure on guys like Jarvis Landry to be a number one, and he just isn't, he's not that. And Nick Chubb, we'll see. Uh, he, I mean, he had one game where he had like three carries for 100 yards, so that was nice, but I don't know if that's sustainable. We'll you know see what, if he ends up being a good player. You know what I've noticed, Alex, is we're talking about guys who pick up the block. It's always um, – you always notice them when they pick up the block or don't pick up the block. Yeah. I'll tell them. Caught on audio, sound dumb. But – that's not unusual for you, so. God. <laughs> uh, sense doesn't make. Uh, doesn't make sense. No, guys uh, that pick up the block, you don't notice them. It's true. I mean, it, it's one of the things I've, you know, kind of said. It's like offensive linemen, you don't really notice the guys who do their job. Cornerbacks kind of the same way, like when they're, Locking down the receivers, you don't you don't really notice it, and then they could mess up for one play, and then they suddenly that's, had a bad game. Yeah. Um, and and that's Chris Thompson for the Redskins. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's why it's hard to kind of judge players based on that. Um, but I, I mean, pass blocking is kind of a lesser part of being a running back to me. Not that it's not important. Uh, it def- definitely is. Uh, quarterbacks 
don't want to have guys that in there that won't pick up their blocks because uh, then they will get killed and they'll be really mad at their running backs and be like, get this guy out of here. We need it. Need somebody who can actually protect me. Um, especially when they pay, realize that there's somebody's going to blitz, they need somebody to pick up that extra blitzer. It, it is definitely a underrated, underseen thing. Um, with with third down running backs, I wouldn't call them third down running backs. They can still run it, but if they're on the field and third down, the third run running back. All right, you know what? We've been going for over an hour now. Uh, we're we're like starting to lose our coherency if we ever had it. Um, so you know, why don't we uh, start to wrap this up here? Um, any closing thoughts you guys wanted to? Wanted to provide. Oh, it got deferred to me. All right. <laughs> I mean, if you don't have any, that's fine. Like, but... Well, you know, I mix the drinks tonight, <laughs> and um, I just want to say, again, like, don't panic drop people in fantasy football. <laughs> Do not panic drop people. In panic drop football. kicking them. Do not kick T.Y. Hilton off your team. Keep him right there. Start him. Guys like that. Just just guys. Just just stay by who you drafted and just stick by them. Because it's gonna be okay. It's gonna be okay. And and that's that's my philosophy throughout all these weeks. People were saying, oh, Kareem Hunt was such a bad draft pick. And for the past two weeks, Kareem Hunt has been a great draft pick. And he is he's he's not rushing quite as much, but um he he's definitely part of the game. And just don't don't lose faith in the guys you drafted. Just stick your starting starting lineup. And um, just stick by it. And yep. if you picked up Bears defense, you rock. Um, true. To all our fans, <laughs> if you picked up Bears defense, you rock. Um, but just stick by everybody. Um, don't panic drop anybody. Uh, but that's all I have to say. Good. And if you're uh, if you're worried about. Your players, then you're just drink some Bellinis. You'll forget all about it. You'll be fine. All right, screw. Uh, you want to say anything? Um, I'd like to give my uh, thanks to the bartender. He's done a great job with the Bellinis tonight. Been on point. Have not had a better night. Um, you know, uh, stay by your team. Stay by your draft picks. I mean, as what should be the leader of our fantasy group, I would give you the advice of uh. Get Juju and uh, Big Ben, and you're set to go for the rest of the season. Yeah, and I'd say, you know, just go drink some Bellini Teenies, and uh, we're going to be doing that for the rest of the night, and uh, I think we're having a good night with it. Uh, and then Pearson can go to work tomorrow and hate his life. But, I uh, work, too. Fake work. Fake work, sorry. Yeah, he's at work right now. Uh, but he's about to end that because uh, we are about to – get off this pro football jokes so for pep the chep uh it's about love you guys thank you guys (laughs) so much love you guys so much and uh don't send me nudes anymore because i'm sick of the nudes (laughs) that you guys send me thank you guys and uh the janitor of pro football jokes screwballs and myself the freaking beast your humble host uh ox uh we will see you next time (laughs) 